Hot topics and interviews. And that's just how we do it. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the Entertainment Man Podcast. Entertainment Man Podcast is brought to you by Crispy on the Web. Go to crispyontheweb.com for more information, social media, and much, much more. Welcome to a, another episode of the podcast. Yeah, I sound stressed. I am stressed out. Uh, we're gonna, we can talk about that briefly on uh, why this is premiered. But today, I have back... It's been a couple of months now since he's been on there. It's uh, Mr. Shane Flanagan. How's it going, Shane? Good, Chris. It's good to be with you. I know we've, we've had some obstacles in our way, but that's a great lead-in to what we're going to be talking about, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I, Obst- I, I was like, oh, crap. Here goes my mental health. I literally... <laughs> I was like doing this, banging my head against the, the end of the mic. And I was banging my head on the desk like, like why? Why? Of all days, why does Skype have to crap out? And that's what happened. Skype was not working. StreamYards was not working. So I'm gonna, I'll do a podcast about that next, this week. I'll do it. Well, we're recording this a week prior. Uh, a couple, like four or five days prior. But on the bonus episode, I will talk about it. I'll talk about the future of, you know, guests and what we're going to do and what we're going to try moving forward because Skype is not going to be a viable option in the future, yeah. near future because it's garbage. But I, could, I have to keep the other account anyways. The account I have with it, I have to keep it anyways because that's where my Minecraft account is off of. So, I don't know if I could... I'm going to see if I can delete Skype alone by itself. And then if I can get rid of that, then I still have my Outlook account there too. So yeah. today, we're talking about bowling, mental health, and neurodiversity, which is uh, a word that you mentioned to, in your video there on Instagram. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I love the term mm-hmm. neurodiversity because it talks about, that's a catch-all term, uh, you know, uh, without trying to butcher it. You can go and, and Google that. Your audience can go and Google neurodiversity. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, essentially what it means is people who have mental health issues or who are different uh and they it's a catch-all term neurodiversity and an awful lot of people really don't understand that means somebody that is different you know and and maybe has different invisible illnesses and, yeah. and so forth that that really are strong in their life like they are with me and and i'm sure they are with you as well chris yeah i agree um, i was i was just gonna say uh you know where do you want to start bullying or mental health uh, where would okay. You... okay look let me look at my bullet points actually for guys that are wondering i'm looking up at my my tall screen i have two in front and then one on top so if you ever guys see me looking up i'm actually looking up at the other screen it's like a, a bloody uh airport or not airport it's like a yeah it's like an airport because they have all these monitors and which flight goes to which flight we'll start with bullying because that is actually something that's happened to me recently especially right yes. you know my story behind that yes uh, with that po- podcast i will not mention but we're not going <laughs> to talk about them they don't deserve you know being mentioned whatsoever we're going to talk about general i guess so to speak yes Absolutely, I you know I, I I'm I'm just going to start off with mm-hmm. how old uh, how old I am, and I'm yeah. I'm turning fifty five in April uh, of twenty twenty four, and um, you know I mean who would have ever thought that as grown men we're still facing this subject of bullying that that at least for me was all through school yeah 
and now is affecting my life as a as an adult and trying to do things and you know some of the worst bullying i've encountered personally chris actually comes from the canadian government i know a lot about the canadian government i see it in the paper every day yes yeah. absolutely i walked into uh, uh what they call a service canada mm -hmm. office which uh you know which is done for all kind of federal applications things you want to do federally and on two occasions mm -hmm. i asked for a disability accommodation and twice by my own luck i got the same lady that helped me each time or actually for lack of a better term didn't help me each time and when when the, when the man said you go you can go she's ready to she'll take you now and her and i already had had a go around a couple of months earlier where i had lay a claim yeah. against her because she wouldn't accept she wouldn't help me yeah and and, and i asked i told her i was disabled even mm. twice yeah so i had to lay a complaint two times with the same individual wow. and this is the canadian government yeah and they i was being bullied mm -hmm. at 54 years old and i was shocked and i was very saddened by this now is this the only time i was bullied absolutely not there's been plenty of times mm -hmm. and and that continues to this day and some people say well shane you're too nice you know you got to take a you have got to have a bit more of an edge to you and you know they've got signs up everywhere you go in that if you talk rudely or you speak too loudly they'll throw you out yeah so that's not an option for me i'm not a mean guy yeah. I, I don't that doesn't resonate with me to be to be strong worded even yeah uh with with people in in the service mm -hmm. sector but if you don't resolve it in your own mind what's happening yeah. to you and come to a come to an idea of how you you're going to accept bullying. Um, you're going to be in a lot of trouble mental health wise because you're going to sink into depression. I've done it many times. Um, you feel helpless. You feel like no one wants to help you. You feel like you're a third class citizen. Right, Chris? Right. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That's why I'm shaking my head. Yeah. Like, yeah. I went into that when uh, that podcast. I've got, well, I'm calling it that podcast now. Like, <laughs> uh, no names mentioned, but you know, I went to depression. I, a little bit of a depression, a little bit. Not much, but then I. Yes. But then I, I was thinking about quitting, and I was gonna resign as CEO of Crispy on the Web Media. It's like, but do I really want to quit? It's almost ten years, ten freaking wow. years almost. Ten years in November. So and we're gonna be doing a lot of fun little stuff. We're gonna maybe do some Instagram streams and maybe some fa a Facebook stream and all that. But we're gonna all do all do all of that. But you know, I was thinking, do I really want to quit? Because it is ten years. I talked to Kelsey about what was going on, and you know, she blocked them, and I blocked them. And as well so no wonder no wonder uh, uh that happened but anyways you know it's just i it was hard it was a hard a few weeks for me and i was starting to think eh, i'm never gonna get another guest on the podcast well i had met on the podcast recently and, yes and uh and then i having you so but I'm thinking with matchmaker these days i'm not getting any more requests like i used to you know so like maybe right. I'm, just, I'm just gonna do it off of social media instead and just kind of change, change my focus on that but you know my mental health was really affected for a few weeks and then my friend's um, uh, mom passed away and then my dad's recent health issues as well you know that was another thing but uh, yeah. it just it, it just barrel roll of everything happening at all at once doesn't help either uh, from bullying to mental health it, it all, it's all intertwined right it is and it's like it's like a, a big I always equate it 
into a big thought storm. Yeah. We get into a thought storm and yeah. all of those things that we feel, at least I, from speaking for me, mm-hmm. when that happens to me and I'm disrespected and, and mistreated uh, and bullied while I'm out doing things with my service dog in the community, mm-hmm. um, I, that sends me into a tailspin a lot of the times. And, and it really brings you down. Like somebody's put a chain or a block around your neck and threw you at first into a lake. You yeah. can't come up for air. You can't come up and get a breath. That's how overwhelming it feels yeah. for me. And I'm sure it feels that way for you, eh, Chris? It I, does. I, I, it's it, awful. It is. And I've had my share of problems with uh, Service Ontario here. Oh, uh, oh yes. I was getting my health card and my, uh, I have like an ID card. I have like right. an ID card. So in case I have to show ID somewhere, I can show. And uh, she was oh, being a you-know-what, a little you-know-what. I kind of, I was trying not to yell. And I was getting frustrated with her. And I was like, I don't know if it was bullying or it was just me. I just felt frustrated with her. And I kind of raised my voice a little bit. And that kind of, that, that kind of changed her tone pretty quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, if you didn't do that, Chris, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't, you know, what would you do? Because you've got, again, this, this storm of thoughts and feelings going on. Yeah. And, and sometimes you try your best to keep it all together. And mm. you just, you just can't because our neurodiversity is at play here and it really starts to you get a lot of triggers that are going on a lot of mental health triggers as you're being bullied or being mistreated by a professional out in society which you know everybody says that they're inclusive of people with disabilities um not always yeah no i i have i have to agree with you one thousand percent not always in fact i almost want to say 99.9 percent of the time in my experience it's not yeah. been the way people people have prejudice people have have things against having to explain things twice you know like they're not listening they're i find a lot of these government workers who we have to go to or private sector retail you know employees they don't know about neurodiversity and they don't know about people with invisible disabilities yeah. they don't know about people with service dogs and all of that we should all that crap they should know and by law now in Ontario they should they should know that and I think Canada wide I would have to say everybody has this policy on their website about being inclusive people with disabilities but very few can produce that yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And I've been thinking about this. I'm going to have to look into it, though. I have to contact my local police department. It is actually getting myself on the registration for people with autism and disability. Yes. I've yes. Been, I've been through a lot of bullying situation. I was walking home from the store. I was getting my drinks and all that. And I was, you know, the guy said, why do you have to give my dog a hard time? I wasn't even saying anything. I was just walking around. And as an older guy and a walker, I, like, I wasn't even doing anything. I walked right by the fence and right. the dogs were barking at me so I didn't even say anything I just kind of grumbled like whatever you know but I wasn't even saying anything and he opened his big gap and I got into a, a big argument but I mean the police were called that's why one reason why I should put my name on the registry say hey look he's on his, he's got autism he's got a disability I don't know how much it's going to cost I don't know if it's going to cost at all or might it might it might not but I want to look into it I want to go to the police department and actually get that figured out because I think it'd be great if I did that. I think it's very worthwhile doing that. Yeah.
And it's on, I, I, it's on the list forever, right? Too, it's like permanent. Like it's right to the, the day I'm gone from this world, right? So it's that's right. so people know exactly. Absolutely, and and you know what, policing and law enforcement, mm-hmm. um, they have to know. Which is why I'm really celebrating what you yeah. just said, because if you get on that that registry, which I believe is free, Chris, mm-hmm. but um, if you get on that registry, at least when they respond to a call, you'll you'll come up on their computer and they'll be able to know exactly what our neurodiversity or what your neurodiversity yeah. is and know how to talk to you as opposed to because police and listen law enforcement in general they can be very bullying when when they don't understand and that's not an insult to law enforcement that's a lack of training for law enforcement that's not being done so that they treat people like us the way we would want to be treated yeah as as human beings not talked down to not ridiculed not passed off as nothing you know we can be discarded people with neurodiversity are easy throwaways yeah to not respond to to give them a hard time people like us with neurodiversity give us a hard time when we go into their their government offices or businesses mm-hmm. and what i want this is this podcast what we're doing is so close to my heart as well because what i'm hoping will come of this is that people get educated that even if we're adults even if and i'm just going to go close to your camera here even if we've got you know we look kind of mean and and we got this uh, t- you know kratos <laughs> tattoo going on which is very cool i i think i think it's it not is. everybody does uh i i lost 10 good friends as soon as i got it as soon as they saw it that was it mm. they didn't want anything else to do with it. over a tattoo wow like that's how that's how throwaway this society is and i'll lean back now um what i've started to do is when i'm encountering uh bullying i i I started to uh, read a lot about what type of philosophy I want to take as I leave my house and go out into the world every day. Mm-hmm. And one one line from this book I read comes up and I now have it stuck in my mind. And that is, Shane, only worry about and ask yourself, what can I control in this situation? And you can't control the other person nor their response to you. We can't control that. If it's bad, we can't control it. It's out of our control. So... I always now when I go into a, a situation, I was I was taught by a therapist a while back when 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 all of a sudden we start getting upset because because we're being treated poorly. My therapist said to me, pause, take as long of a pause as you want to to catch your breath. And then when you're ready to speak after that pause, then you speak. But no, you only worry about the things that you can control. And there's so much in interact when public interactions, there's so much that we can't control. But what we can control is our response, you know, and, and I know that comes up, you know, when people piss you off, at least for me, I get angry really easily. It's a, it's part yeah. of my neuro, my neurodiversity. Um, I get this, this fire in my belly mm-hmm. and it goes up through my chest. And if I start to talk, oh my goodness. Same here. The, yes. Then I can't, I literally can't control the things that come out of my mouth. Yeah, I agree. And until I've spent all that fuel, all that yeah. fire. And once I'm done, once, yeah. once I feel feel like I got my point across through the fire mm-hmm. and the blade, the fire that I set in front of me, metaphorically, uh, once I'm able to do that, I'm a, I'm good then. But more or less, people cut you off while you're talking and that adds to the stress. It does. Eh? Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, we, we can choose to walk away though mm-hmm. and, com- and complain. And if I'm mistreated in a public setting and I'm in a business or I'm 
in the government offices and I get mistreated now and I'm it's to the point of being overwhelmed with anxiety and stress because of the interaction I'm having with the employee I I, I make a point of saying I want uh, I, I need to see your manager I need to see your supervisor and I want to lay a formal complaint and there has been times many times where the people that the employees that I've asked for a manager mm -hmm. have told have told me no huh. they should well they should uh, isn't it uh, part of the job that if they ask for a manager you have to give give them a manager it's required right Absolutely. And when going back to the Service Canada situation, the, I said, she, the, the lady that I was dealing with, the employee said, why do you want a supervisor? And then she sat back in her chair and I knew it was a delay tactic yeah. she was trying to use. And I said to her, I've told you I'm disabled. You're refusing me service. So either throw me out or get me a manager. Yeah. I had to repeat that, Chris. I had to tell her wow. that three times. I wonder if she still has a job or I wonder. I would hope not. I, I, unfortunately, no. I unfortunately moved out of Ontario. I, I'm now here on the big island of Newfoundland. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'd love to know whether that woman still has her job because, you know, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these businesses uh, and, and government services, that's, a, you know, they put out these inclusive and, you know, and, and for diverse people, uh, neurodiverse people, we, you know, we, we disabled people and they have this great little marketing going on, but it's all BS. It's all crap. It is. And I, I have found one, maybe two situations where they adhered to their policies. But other than that, everybody else gives you a problem from, from big corporate giants mm -hmm. to big, to big government agencies, nothing but problems. And they treat you as a third class citizen uh and and, and i'm gonna say this to you chris one time i walked into a bank and or sorry not a bank um oh uh it, it was for a driver's license a new driver's license here in newfoundland and you know it was it was i was mistreated terribly i was mistreated and um you know the, the finally the lady said go out to your car and get this certain document for me and it'll prove to me you are who you say you are i go out to the car i come back in i go to her till she shuts the window and says oh i'm closed for the day now it literally wow. took me 10 seconds to go to my car and get it and come back in that's the wow isn't that awful yeah what a you know what sorry i'm not gonna swear <laughs> but that's i know i totally agree i think that was very very inappropriate and and you know i was so upset by that chris i actually broke into tears mm -hmm. at the at the place and that that is as an adult man i broke into tears yeah. and the manager came out and and just happened to see me sitting there very upset and 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 i explained the situation and uh, she said i'm going to help you personally that's awesome and she took, yeah she really did a good job she took me into her office you know she said you want a glass of water what have you people can't imagine what we go people with neurodiversity go through i mean to the point of making a grown man cry because of the hurt and the pain you know that that's gotta that's that's pretty low when you do that to somebody yeah. what the heck i don't know what that i have no idea what that was anything can happen anything can happen for you the instagram I... folks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like that uh, woman that in service Ontario, like, you know, I, you know, I even look back at my mom and she didn't look too happy about it. 
herself because she was with me. My mom was with me. And after, she kind of had a smile on her face. Like, you showed her who, who was boss. Like, she, Good for you. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm learning to stand up for myself a lot more. And I wanted, I think I've done an episode. Have I, done, I might not have done an episode about it. I don't remember whatsoever. Well, but, I, I mean, it, I wanted to. But you have to stand up for yourself in that situation, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to, I want to, uh, I want to read you a quote that I found just today, if you don't okay, mind. Okay, no problem. And, and it speaks to what we're talking about. And it was by a very old philosopher. So mm-hmm. this is going back to Greek times when, when you know, the Romans were, were there and all the great philosophers like Epictetus mm-hmm. and, and Seneca, they were all there and, and studying philosophy. So here is a, here is a stoic quote that we can apply to being neurodiverse and being mistreated. And it says as follows. This is from Epictetus. <laughs> Freedom is the, on, is, only, is the only worthy goal in life. It is won by disregarding things that lie beyond our control. Let me read that again. Freedom is the only is only <laughs> freedom is the only worthy goal in life. It is won by disregarding things that lie beyond our control. And isn't that what we're talking about now? You know, it is. I didn't have control whether that woman. Oh, I didn't. Was that a seizure or a cough? <laughs> that was a cough. Oh my goodness! I have uh, a piece of ice stuck in my throat. Oh no! It, it, you know, it's it's amazing what can happen on, yeah. on our show, eh? You yeah. Know? I. But you know what? These are things that are beyond our control. This is a good example of that. Yeah. You know, you couldn't control what just happened. That's why I muted my microphone for a second. Like, okay, I gotta turn over and cough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so we have to say that ice, we mm-hmm. could never control that ice slipping down our throat and causing that to happen. Yeah. Just like I couldn't control the lady who slammed the window shut when I when I came yeah. back 10 seconds later and said, I'm closed. Yeah. What time of the day? It was like midday or something? Yeah, that was, uh, it would have been about 11, 11 a.m. Oh, yeah, well, close for the, wow. Close for the day at 11 a.m. Wow. That, that's pure laziness, too. Oh, it is. And and she, what she, t- what I heard her say as she was walking out the door is, oh my goodness, she said to her, her, her staff mates, yeah. the other employees, I heard her say, oh my goodness, I forgot I have an appointment. And she ran out of the bank huh. and left me standing there at her t- at her till window with the word closed on it. <laughs> I was I was just done. And that yeah. just broke it broke me. Mentally it broke me. Yeah. What's great though, like there's a uh, Staples, which is a very Canadian it's both in uh, USA and Canada. But I mean they know me so well. I think they know I have a disability. You know, comparing to you know, the the bad side of things, the positive thing is, you know, Staples was so great they're always great to me. Like the hey, how's you going and they know me by name i know them by name it's just amazing that you know the fact they actually are able to recognize that you have uh, some kind of neurodiversity or disability mental health whatever you have right yes it's really absolutely it's completely like i know tia big shout out to her like i'm friends with her on facebook like it's amazing how many great people i've met through that like yeah oh absolutely i mean you know those are the people we want to hold on to right Mm. Exactly. And, like, they're always coming up to me, hey, do you need any help with anything? What can I do for you today? Like, that's just amazing. And that's the kind of service you want as a customer, right? That's the kind of service you want. You don't want people landing windows shut and it's just 
ridiculous or walking away from you or, or or saying the same thing 50 times to you and you still say i don't understand you're saying the same thing over and over and over i mean what 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 isn't that employee getting about you you know you're disabled i'm mm-hmm. disabled and i always tell people now like i i have friends that say why why when you go to a restaurant or i go to a, a bank first thing i say now is i identify as a disabled canadian and so that's giving them notice without giving my whole medical history yeah that that they may have to work with me a little bit more than the average yeah, person exactly and you and and even though i've said that and I, that's not something recently i do i've been doing that now for almost two years i i go out hi can i help you yes i just want to let you know i'm a disabled canadian i may need some extra help oh no problem they say and then it becomes a problem yeah good on staples mm-hmm. bravo bravo to them for treating you right mm-hmm. and and let, let's give credit where credit is due Exactly. Thank you, thank you, Staples Canada, because Chris feels good going into your store, and he feels like he's been res- been respected going into your store. Yeah, not like Canada Computer. I've had some issues with them in the past, but I mean, I'm not yes. I'm not going to put out negativity on the company. But I've been back since, and they they're they're good. So I was good. Sometimes uh, you gotta be. Sometimes you gotta think about what you have to say first too. It helps a lot. Absolutely, it does. I I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be very personal with you if mm-hmm. I can be Chris if sure. you don't mind and and audience I'm going to be very personal with you um I as of a few days ago I joined a very unique club and that's called the 51% club and what it, I, I was sexually assaulted uh, at eight years old between eight and ten years old by a family member and I finally got up the courage just prior to Christmas of 2023 to file a police report. Now, now this happened to me when I was eight. I'm now 54 years old. And the the because I made the complaint against the family member, the report had to be taken in Newfoundland by a Newfoundland officer who would, t- he taped the conversation or he recorded the conversation, yeah. the interview, they call it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I went through all of that. And when I got a call back from the sex crimes detective, he advised me that the prosecuting attorney, the one who would take my case, said that she listened to my interview that was recorded and she said he's got 51%. And what that means is, if this was put put before a judge and or a jury, she believes, the prosecutor, that 51% of of a judge or a jury would agree that the offense took place, the sexual assault occurred. So I was believed, I was validated. And I was so happy because that's given me a lot of issues and I told my mother way back when in my early 20s that that it happened with 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 my with my immediate fan in my immediate family and her response was I don't believe you my own mother wow and so you know the 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 perpetrator was uh, was talked to by the police and um, you know the, I, I I was very satisfied with the outcome but you know to go back to that time in my mind totally messes with me. I can imagine. I can, oh, it, I can really imagine that. Absolutely. And I'll tell you that the, the sex crimes detective that I that took my case and investigated it was amazing. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he was kind, he was thoughtful, and he was patient. That's and good. He, he didn't even know that I had I was a neurodiverse person at, 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 until a little bit later in. And, you know, I feel so, I feel like the job was done right. Yeah. by the police and and you know i can now let that huge weight that i've carried my whole life 
I can let it go now. Yeah. So I feel like I was heard. I feel like I was validated. It happened and I was believed it happened yeah. by the by by the prosecutor. And and that makes you feel so good. So in terms of bullying, there was none in this case except from from the perpetrator. And uh and you know, I was bullied from eight years old after each sexual assault. I was bullied. So, you know, it, it, it I started from a very young age of being told keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You know, and, and back then I had dyslexia. I still have dyslexia, you don't ever lose it, but I had dyslexia. So mm-hmm. teachers and all they would. And this is back in the day, Chris, when they grab you by the back of the hair physically mm-hmm. in class and say, "Hey, stupid, what don't you know? Yeah. Why aren't you picking this up?" Yeah. And they would they would literally shake you like this. Like, can yeah. you believe it? Yeah. A teacher would go to jail today if that happened. But Definitely. back then it was it was acceptable back then. Yeah. And they only knew I had dyslexia. Little did they know I had PTSD. I had all kinds of things going yeah. on from the sexual assault. And back then they used to. Uh, had the ruler too where they would smack the ruler and then there was another thing um yes, sir. Uh, yardstick yardstick and there was a um, belt i think it was another one the belt yeah, yeah. across but, your hands but now that would not be acceptable now in this day and age though uh-uh no and you know it, it thank goodness yeah it's not because people i i just i find there's less patience overall than there was prior to the pandemic for yeah. people like us oh definitely like everybody's in this huge rush to go nowhere and we are we are the people tossed aside because we take too long and there's 10 people behind us and we know that those 10 people are behind us but it's our turn yeah at the, at the till at the, the window it's our turn and i always get this anxiety oh and i my mind starts talking to me shane you gotta hurry up there's 10 people behind you and then yeah. i start to say incoherent things because i feel rushed yeah and i and then the, the person on the other end the cut the customer service person yeah they get they get frustrated yeah and that sucks it does it does you know it, it, and, and the more that we're not given the time and i realize those 10 people have the lives and they've got to get going then create a special window for us you shouldn't have to, but if there's people with disabilities, have one person in the building that that people with disabilities can go and, and get their what they need from. Yeah. Uh, with, whether that be staples or whether that be service can. Yeah. Makes make two or three employees that are going to be people that understand neurodiversity and are willing to take the time that we need to get what we need to get done. Yeah, agree. I think we should head into because I just saw a text message from my friend. Uh, oh, he's oh, that's right. Right. Yeah, he's on his way, so uh, okay. I, I want to talk a little bit, a little bit about mental health. Now, th- it really does affect us. There's all kinds of different types of mental health: trauma, depression, self-love, body image, anxiety, addiction. Um, there's a lot of things. Ah, yes, <laughs> addiction. Uh, you know, uh, listen, I, I get told all the time, right? And going on with mental health. You know, it's funny because I I do a podcast um, called Divorcing Mrs. Claus on Spotify. And I'm going through, I left a 25-year marriage in June of 2023. So Mm -hmm. I I left my wife. There's a lot of reasons why we don't have to go into that. My mental health went down significantly. But I didn't have money anymore because she was the breadwinner of the family. And so what she did is she took all the money, left the accounts at zero, and I was left to live off of credit cards. Yeah. 
And and you know, I I it, I went through a really hard time. I really did. And so I started a podcast because I thought nobody will understand what somebody goes through being neurodiverse and and being separated and heading for divorce legally. Uh, the pressure that you're under. So I started doing this podcast more as a therapy for me and for people to have an idea of what they may face if they decide to leave a relationship. Mm-hmm. We are now in four countries. Our listenership is at four countries. And, and 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 you thank you. Thank you. And and you know something it's not about me claiming necessarily, you know, I'm not bashing her. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm talking about one side, my side of yeah. a two-sided story. And, and, and two, sorry, go ahead. And 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 you know, I can't speak for for her. Yeah. And but I can speak for me. And um why why do I call it divorcing Mrs. Claus? I'll just give a just give your listeners a real quick idea. Um I was a 20-year professional Santa Claus and uh, I retired uh last year from that. And so that's why I named it Divorcing Mrs. Claus cuz my former wife uh would dress up as Mrs. Claus mm-hmm. if and and go out with me to events and things where we were hired to do that. So divorcing Mrs. Claus, that's why it's called that. Okay. And uh well not recently I saw the picture of you in uh the red suit again there on Instagram there. <laughs> I was like Yeah. I'm like, oh it's Santa Claus again. <laughs> that's right. And you know, when I got this tattoo, which is yeah. one of my this tattoo is actually one of my my uh bucket list items. Yeah. And and when I was in my marriage, my wife told me, you know, that's not gonna happen while we're married. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I left the relationship, I went and got this amazing tattoo Mm -hmm. and um anybody any of your listeners who are familiar with kratos uh you can google that and find out all about him you know and and his story is kind is is interesting uh in that his family was involved and in this case my family's involved so the tattoo makes sense to me but the amount of people that walked away from me as a friend because Mm -hmm. of it like i said at the beginning is crazy you would never believe it it's just 20 year relationships broken why would you do that to yourself shane why because i wanted to i had always wanted one and now i can have one so mental health is a big a big thing and you know i didn't have the money to hire a therapist to go to my therapy sessions so i had to do it i had to get my my energy out somehow so that's why i created this amazing podcast called divorcing mrs claus and you know after it's almost like you you've spilled your heart to a therapist it feels that way you 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 take the flame down yeah and like uh, actually my with my mental health actually, i don't know if you can see it i have actually a uh oh, an, an anxiety ring here i'll take it off it's a lot easier but uh that's what it looks like it's an anxiety ring and oh the middle actually spins look oh yeah something there. similar it's red too yes that's <laughs> right it's red that, well, as soon as you brought yours up i brought mine up I, and uh, that, that i noticed that it, yeah it, it, it's fun it's it, it's sparkling it's colorful i mean it soothes me to have this yeah. on this one's completely black but i like the color though it looks nice on me yes it does it looks great on you actually and and you know it, there's a saying i heard once and that is everybody is living in mental health 
Yeah. Everybody. And I, I've always said, and I've said before on your podcast, Chris, mm-hmm. everybody should have a therapist, whether you believe you need one or not, because you do. Yeah. And you can talk to a, an unbiased person mm-hmm. and, pour, and and get some really great feedback by your therapist. Yeah. And it, it it's 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 like you, you've been able to sort this mishmash of mental health out when you're talking to a therapist. Yeah. And which I'm going to be doing that, too, because I, uh, for those who didn't know, actually, been looking, actually, I've switched my medication around. Now, it's, it's helping a lot better. It's, but today, kind of, with the tech issues and all that, I was kind of bashing myself around on the head and all that. But, I mean, yes. I started asking myself a lot of these questions. How am I feeling right now? What am I, what am, like, uh, what's worrying me right now? You know, am I providing my body with basic needs? And what do I need to do to bring myself joy? Who do I have in my corner? I was asking myself my questions when my head was down on the desk during that whole situation I was like, I was thinking, wow, that actually really helped. But yeah. what's that? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm just agreeing with you. No, it yeah. it, it does. Uh, you know, it's what's interesting is everybody. You know, I've had a couple of friends say to me, "Go out and take your mind for a walk." Mm-hmm. And I went, "What? Take my mind for a walk?" They said, "Go out for a walk mm-hmm. when you feel when you feel that negative energy building and that that flame, as I've called it, starting to to come up. Go out and walk. Even if you walk four houses, turn around and come back, you're you're." you're going to take your mind and you're mm-hmm. going to take it out into the nature into you know in your neighborhood yeah and you're you're totally going to be looking at everything that's going on and forgetting about what's causing you mental I, health pain exactly i totally agree and i watched some of my favorite shows like the three stooges watching yes. curly larry moe or champ or joe dorita or <laughs> joe besser or whoever is on the episode i have a, i think almost every one of them i'm not every every one of them but i mean like have a little bit with curly a little bit with champ a little bit with uh joe uh, it, it makes me happy. Or I watch Home Improvement. Watch Tim screw up something and blow up the the set or something. Or Monk. Yes. Uh, uh, Adrian Monk. I watch that, and uh, I can really relate to Adrian Monk on the TV series Monk, the detective series. Really good show. But I can relate a lot with him because yes. of my mental health. Because he's got OCD and a whole pile of other, like a whole different slew of uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, not disorder. But like, uh, they're fr- like, uh, like if you're like afraid of heights or something, or what do they call that? Um, phobia, phobia, phobias, a lot of phobias, you yes. know. But I can really relate to him, and it, like, and wow, I actually can relate to a, a character on a TV show. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I totally agree with you, yeah. Chris. Totally agree with you. And I'm going to say to you this, yeah. Um, I and this is a new philosophy that I go by as well. Um, when I wake up each day and that is what impedes us mm-hmm. em- empowers us so whatever stands in our way and causes us to, uh you know to have to grow through a learning of what's happening around us uh and whatever obstacle that's put in front of us that's the right path and once we overcome that obstacle yeah then then we've grown as 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 mental health neurodiverse people and it makes us stronger for the next obstacle that we might come up against so not only is the obstacle the way, but you have this empowerment because of the challenges that we face. It empowers you and it helps you to grow. Mm-hmm. And and you necessarily, you have to keep with that mindset for whatever mental health disorders or, or, or anything that you have. 
you have to ask yourself, is this within my control? What is within my control? And when you start to break that down, you'll see that not a hell of a lot is in your control, except the way you respond. Yeah, exactly. Easier said said than done. Let me just say that. It's easier said than done, but it's a practice. Exactly. I wish I knew that before when I was freaking out over the tech issues. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And you knew. I'm sure you're like, oh, Chris is getting into a little frustrated right now. And we talked. Talked it through. I didn't. Yeah, absolutely, we did. And, yeah. and, and I've been you. I've been. I've been. I go through that so many times. I knew exactly what you were feeling, or yeah. as much best as best as I could. That yeah. frustration, that panic, that anger. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That I could hear it all. I through your texting, I could hear it because we weren't we weren't able to get online, and the show has been delayed, and people yeah. were waiting. Our audience was waiting. And, you well, know. The, the good positive thing, I got fifty-five subscribers now. I don't know. Who, I, might, that might have been you. <laughs> no, I think it's all you, buddy. No, I no. I think it's all you. I think the, no, the 55th uh, subscriber might have been, I don't know if it was you. I don't, it doesn't say who is subscribed, but I was like, like that. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, yes, 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 yes. I was like fist pumping. I was just, that got me re- reeled up just to get this damn thing to work finally. Yeah. Absolutely. You should have heard, you should have heard the comments. All oh, Skype sucks. This this program is garbage. It's just oh. it's some other choice words too. Yes, uh, but absolutely. I'm glad I got rid of it though. That was the best solution out of it. it too bad. Well, people reach out to me are trying to reach out to me. Sorry, I don't use Skype anymore. So that, that's it. That's it. We get a, we 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 have control over using Skype or not using Skype. Yeah. And you've chosen. That's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And good for you. And, and you know what? If it's not working it doesn't mean skype's bad but if it's not working for us or yeah. you then we have to switch it and that's the only thing uh, you know your time is valuable exactly i'm gonna get my friend isaac to help me out with uh stream art see if we can figure out things and all that and maybe that's something i can do in the future but for you and i this is working so I absolutely like it. and this is my you're my first call on uh instagram actually oh good well, i feel very honored to uh, to be that first call yeah and and you know we're promoting on Instagram right now good mental health. And if you have a mental health issue, then yeah. go see your doctor. You know, first point of, of that you should the first person you should be seeing first is your your general practitioner. Yeah. And and you know don't wait. I have so many people that I know that say, oh my, my goodness, I'm overwhelmed and this and that, and and they haven't done anything. And they say, I think I have a problem with. I think I have a mental health issue. And I'll say, have you been to see your doctor yet? No, I just kind of know I have it. Get to your doctor doctor get diagnosed whatever's going on yeah it's not it's not a death sentence it yeah. just means life is going to be a little bit different but you gotta exactly. embrace it exactly and uh, i've embraced uh this medication change it's starting to help i'm feeling a lot better now that i'm going to be seeing the psychiatrist this could open a lot of doors for me like i could yes. be going on a different medication he'll kind of decide okay this is this is what's going on with your medication and all that. like that's why i'm doing the consult on march 11th but i'm trying to i'm trying to get into a, a therapist to talk about what's going on in my life like just to talk to somebody but yes. they're moving and apparently we call them and their, their stupid line is sounds like a fax machine oh no i'm like really this is just awful i, do, if I told my family doctor kind of kind of looked as funny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's it, what is interesting, at least mm. for me, is like even even with regards to today's episode. Yeah, we we tried so many things, and obstacles kept falling in our way. Mm-hmm. And 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 you f- 
face an obstacle in with, with you know going to this doctor and, and having to you know she looked kind of funny because she thought the other doctor said something that was weird and I get that all the time as well yeah. and it's just bizarre the way people treat people with neurodiversity yeah. and I I really want to be with you Chris a spokesperson for a voice for people that have neurodiversity and have mental health issues have invisible disabilities you know I want to promote 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 that we're being mistreated as Canadians yeah, exactly and I actually uh, talk about text lines or uh, uh, like different calls line text line that we can call i there's one um i'm not gonna i don't know i won't promote the what it is but i mean uh i've tried two different lines one of them banned me i don't know why i'm banned for six months i i haven't even been back since but another one i wait and wait and wait and wait once i get on the line they hang up on me like like they kind of end the the text call like i'm like really like, yeah, I spent yes. all this time for nothing. I could have been doing work for Crispy on the Web Media at the time. Like, it was just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and and people, I just want to say something to your audience. If if you believe what Chris just said, you if you believe, oh, God, Chris must have done something wrong, then I'm going to say to you, what he just said happens all the time to me. And I'm, I'm very kind and very polite. So these services, including, and I'm going to make this statement myself, because I have a big problem with Canadian Mental Health Association, CMHA, because if you try to find their offices Mm -hmm. open here in Newfoundland, they are not. And I thought they were somebody that would help disabled Canadians mental health-wise. And so I called them, and Mm -hmm. guess what I got? An answering machine and and no callback. And now they've sent, they've sub uh, subbed out their their call center to some business, and they they just kind of go, um, well, we'll we'll take your number and have somebody give you a call, and no one ever calls. Yeah, you. it's I, frustrating. It is really pathetic and frustrating. I hate it too, and I admit because I've been at times i think most of the time i get banned it's because i'm using not a very nice language because i'm getting frustrated with them and you know it's mm. just i wish they would be more willing to listen to my side of things oh you gotta watch your language and all that so yes. it's, uh, like i don't know i i have not used it lately i have some local ones for like in my area here like my right. region area the right. their region area so i'm going to try that next time i'm really feeling down and low and i'm just ready to call it quits on life i know i said that to you and i didn't mean it i just like i was just out of frustration oh, oh, and sorry about goes, that chris and there goes the phone <laughs> And and that's what you, you know, I mean, this is what I'm saying. You can't, sometimes you just got to laugh at these things because they're so crazy what happens, eh? It is. To us. But the reason why that happened is, Chris, and I know we're getting down to the close of the show. Yeah. um, I want to, I just want to read, I want to read you uh something another another uh philosophical statement that pertains to us oh and we froze uh-oh hang on a second guys says, oh there we go there we go we're good okay all right <laughs> here's a quote from this from a from a, an old philosopher people are not worried by real problems so much as by their imagined anxiety about the real problems people are not worried about real problems so much as by their imagined anxiety about real problems 
if evil be said about thee, meaning about us, if it be correct and true, then we have to fix what we've done wrong. But if it's a lie, simply laugh at it. So if people are speaking bad about you, in essence, uh, you know, if it's true what they're saying and you're, you know, you, you, you've erred in some way, and, and we all do that. I mean, yeah. listen, I've, I've had to say sorry more times than, 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 than I would like to, but you got to sometimes because yeah. sometimes it's, again, that fire is so quick to explode within us that, you know, it, it, we put ourselves in situations where we have to apologize. So if you've done something wrong, basically that saying is saying, go and correct it. Like, say I'm sorry, correct it, try to do better next time. But if it's false, if people are saying things about you that you know are false, mm -hmm. laugh at that. Have a good laugh at that and don't pay it any more attention. Erase it from your mind because they are not worthy of the upset that we, you and I would feel by by having them laugh. Exactly. Especially like that podcast. That, oh, he's been doing this for 10 years and he should know what he's doing. I just kind of like shrug it off like whatever. That's I've, it. I've done it longer than, than you expect. I've been doing this like entertainment for almost 20 years years now yes so uh, yes. i have a lot of experience i'm i started when i'm 20 and now i'm 38 going to be 39 in december so i got a lot wow. of experience yeah that's, <laughs> congratulations on that for, thank you that's a, that's a really really big milestone it and, is uh, you know I, I i really have a lot of respect i i look up to you as a friend and as a mentor chris mm -hmm. and um you know thank you for doing what you do because it's important work and I know how hard it is for you and me to do our work, you know, yeah. when we're under stress. And and today is a good example of that. But I listen, I think we're doing pretty good today, you and I, given everything that's happened. Yeah, and we got it in a whole hour, too. So Absolutely. We got it. He knows yes. He knows I'm doing a podcast. He's been texting me a few times, but I'll get back to him soon I'm done. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up today? Yes, I do. Uh, I, I want to say I want a part two to this conversation. Mm -hmm. I want to do this again and talk more about this kind of stuff because i think it's an important topic and so next time chris you see that you see a, you see what you need a guest or you want to have me back on mm -hmm. i want to talk about this I, I want to talk about it further because i think we've just scratched the very surface today um the other thing i want to mention of course is people can find me on youtube living unfiltered with shane or again on spotify divorcing mrs claus and uh join us watch my life unfold on YouTube, on Living Unfiltered with Shane. I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok as well, uh, Living Unfiltered with Shane. And so there's lots of places you can see see what I do. And Chris, I want to thank you because you've really given me a great opportunity today to come on and talk about this with you, this very important subject. No problem. We could probably do this but probably like June or July for sure. We can have you back on in the, like maybe June time when I, things are calmed down with my Power Ranger stuff and all that. Definitely I'll yes. have you back on for sure. Both June. I'll I'll probably message you about May. The end of May, we'll set something up for June, and we'll we'll come on and maybe give me some ideas to work with. This chair is driving me up the wall. <laughs> Well, thanks again, Chris, for having me on. Every, I, I love you and love your audience. Love you too. And, uh, you know, you're, you guys are all real. You're very special in my life, Chris, and, and I want you to know that. Appreciate thanks it. for having me on. No problem. As always, you can follow Chris B on the Web Media on Facebook, Twitter, AKX, Instagram, threads, at Chris B on the Web. And I will see you guys on Wednesday for another episode of the podcast. And don't forget to also subscribe and like and comment and follow wherever you're listening to this podcast or watching. 
I will see you guys on Wednesday. Bye for now. Entertainment Man Podcast is a weekly radio show produced by Chris B. on the Web Media. All rights reserved. Any illegal reproduction of this content will result in immediate legal action. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round. It's the Entertainment Man Podcast.